Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Back at Oakland, and let me tell you, this would be the perfect weekend to have a little getaway, a weekend getaway. Come down tonight, get a room here at Oakland, oakland.com to make your reservations. Go to the races today and go to the sports book, the casino, some of the fine restaurants. Get up tomorrow, go to the spa, the Astral Spa. Go to oakland.com to make your reservations. Then come to the races, three huge steak races tomorrow. Then maybe go by the sports book, spend the night, then go by the casino, get something else to eat. And then Sunday, you can come to the races and go by the sports book and watch the AFC and the NFC championship game. Done. Book it. What a weekend. I think that's the perfect weekend getaway. I'm tempted. Unfortunately, I have to work. <laughs> How busy is your day on a race day? Uh, I mean, it's, it, it varies. Obviously, the you know the the more crowded we are in, internally here, uh, you know, the, the the busier we are as well. Uh, I mean, uh, the the obviously the mornings are. You, you, what you want to do is you, you. The goal is to get everything done uh, that has to get done before the first race. So, you know, so you can enjoy. It. So I'm, I'm a racing fan too. Uh, so you can, you know, watch the races and, you know, enjoy enjoy the races. David Longinati is with us. What is your favorite race to watch? Oh, wow. That's a hard one. Uh, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the Belmont Stakes. I've I mean, been as far as the length of a race. I'm sorry. I should have been more uh, specific. Oh, you mean, okay, you mean just in terms of to watch or to, mm-hmm. or to wager on? To watch. I like route races. I love two-turn races. Uh, I think they, they just allow for more strategy, more tactics. Uh, I think they show the, uh, the true ability of, of, of horses. Uh, and, to be honest with you, the, the, the talents of the jockeys a little bit better. I love speed. Uh, no, no, you know, just NASCAR, race car, Indy, whatever. I love that speed. And those six, for five and a half, for, when it's just a speed race to me that is just so entertaining heck i watched the, i guess it was a texas race it was down in texas and it was just a straightaway race it was short race it was short race races. yes yeah that was so entertaining i mean they take off and it's just a dead sprint straight away no turns the fastest horse whoever has it gets it that was you, pretty cool and you can hold your breath the entire race you can yeah and so do they by the way <laughs> and, and that's one of the major difference between quarter horses and thoroughbreds a quarter horse holds its breath when it runs. That's why they can only run so far. Really? A thoroughbred will, will breathe. Did not know that. Great did-you-know fact. Hmm. Um, tomorrow, three huge stakes. Not one, not two, but three stakes races. $1.1 million in purses up for tomorrow. Uh, the, the great Southwest stakes, I mean, that's that's the feature race. It'll be run as race nine. Don't forget, we've got an early post time tomorrow of 12 noon. Uh, the Southwest does is race nine 12 horses entered uh and i'll be honest with you this, this i think you know if the, the two favorites you know dash attack and new grange are you know figure very prominently obviously but i think if you like any other horse in there you're going to get a good price then we got the king cotton now i think about the king cotton and any four-year-old and up sprint race now is there's no whitmore we're so used to seeing whitmore in these races he's not there we've got two track record holders going head to head hollis who set a track record here going five and a half furlongs and back in December in his first start of the racing season. He did it against a horse named Nashville. He was coming back after a long layoff. Nashville set a track record at Keeneland in the Perryville Stakes back in 2020 when he was a three-year-old. Uh, so those are uh, these are old track records. I mean, tracks that have been around for a long time, the track records that have been established. 
Nashville did it on in the first race of the day on Breeders' Cup Day. He ran a faster six furlongs on Breeders' Cup Day than Whitmore did winning the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Wow. Can we have a track record tomorrow between those two pushing yeah, it, each it, other? It, it's possible. Uh, you know, Nashville looked the type that, that he, you know, he ran second to Hollis last time. That was going five and a half furlongs. Uh, six furlongs is much, you know, is going to hit him right, you know, between the eyes, better than five and a half. And it was his first race after a very, very lengthy layoff. Uh, so he's apt to improve. Uh, and, you know, that's why he is the morning line favorite at 5-2, to two, Hollis at 4-1. to one. But there's other great horses in there as well. Collusion Illusion, Seven Nation Army, Bulldore, who won this race last year. Uh, I mean, so that is a good race in itself. That would, that race by itself would make a heck of a card. But you throw in the Southwest, you throw in uh, the Martha Washington, and it's just an excellent, excellent card. Who do you like in the King Cotton? Uh I think I'm going to go. I, I think at this point I'd, I would lean toward Nashville. They flip post positions here today as well. One of the odd things about five and a half furlong races here, it's very hard to win from an inside post position. Nashville had the one hole last time, whereas Hollis had the six hole in a six horse field. He was on the outside. This time they flip. Uh, so I think, you know, Nashville, with it being his second start after a lengthy layoff and him on the outside being able to see Hollis on the inside of him being able to track him, so to speak. I, I think I'd give it to Nashville among those two. So when Nashville runs in Arkansas, is he named after Nashville, Arkansas? Of course. Okay. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Seven Nation Armies named after the White Stripes, obviously. Just think if that horse got to pick his walk-up music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Could have every high school band in the state come yes. out here and play. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned the Southwest. What do you think in that race? Who do you like? Uh, I'm. I hadn't really, you know, focused in on one yet. Obviously, we talked about we talked about Dash Attack. We talked about New Grange. Those are the two favorites. Uh, I think Ben Diesel from the One Hole could run a better race uh, today. He was he was well thought of in the in the Smarty Jones. Ran into some trouble, as did Barbara Road. Uh, Barbara Road had a little bit of trouble in the, in the Smarty Jones too. Uh, I'm going. I've already watched the the replay of the Smarty Jones like four or five times this week. I'm going to watch it more and more times because it seems like every time I watch it, I spot something else. Uh, so, you know, that's one of the other, other great things about using Oakland anywhere. You can go back and look at these horses' past races. How do you find that race? Uh, it's very simple. If, you, if you're using it's easier on the desktop than it is using your app or your, or your iPhone or iPad. Uh, if you just go to, if you click under the bet now, there's a, there's a uh, button that will pop up called race, you know, results and replays. Click that. There's a calendar button on the right. Click the date. Click the track. Click the race. January first, right? It was the first. Uh, yeah, January first. Yeah, correct. First day of the year. All right. Awesome. Um, so that may be a race where some money could be made if one of the non-two favorites comes in. Well, and the other thing about you know, because uh, it sounds like there are a lot of good horses in this race. Yeah, there are. Uh, I mean, that's you know, when you put up seven hundred fifty thousand dollar purse, you get attract good horses, and you know that that's that's the you know, one of the reasons that we're so devoted to, to to the purse structure and everything else, we want to provide the best best racing possible. And I got to be honest, with you, the racing office did a great job on this race, as they did the Smarty Jones. I think these have been the only two uh, three-year-old prep races so far this year that have drawn full fields have been the Smarty Jones and the Southwest. With most races, <clears throat> you can go in and probably mark out three or four horses. You think 
they're not going to win, you know, and they help you with your exotics or whatever. Is this one of those races where you can't really mark out anybody that it could be any one of anybody? Well, the only, you know, you, you hate to cross anybody out because you hate to tell any any horse that they don't belong. But obviously, you know, you know they're, they're, there's a reason horses are 30 to 1 on the morning line. There are two of them in the southwest. Uh, don't cross the devil, the two, the uh, three, and uh, call me Jamal, the, the 11. Uh, yeah, those horses are 30 to 1 for a reason. Uh, that doesn't mean that they can't win because we've seen it time and time again. You know, huge long shots winning big races. Happens every day. Yeah. Anyone remember Rocamundo? Rocamundo. Sir Cherokee. Those are Arkansas Derby winners that paid bukus. <laughs> no one will ever forget if they had a ticket on those horses. Absolutely. What about the Martha Washington? What do you think? Well, it came up a little bit short. Uh, the and the reason why there were a couple of fillies that were that were planning on come, planning on coming in here from California. Uh, so I think that was scaring off a lot of the locals. Uh, when, those, when those two fillies did not get on the plane uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, the, the field just came up a little bit shorter than anticipated. I will tell you this, though. If Secret Oath, uh, the sixth horse, if she runs back to her last race, there's nothing in this field that can, that can catch her. Obviously, optionality is going to, you know, coming off back-to-back stakes wins for Steve Asmussen. Uh, she's going to be right there, I think, as well. But... If Secret Oath can run back to her her last race that she ran here uh, in December in the allowance race, I mean, she looked very, very impressive that day. We had Nancy Holtis on with us earlier, and I asked her, and I want to ask him or ask you, is the uh, the expanded dates run, running into December, has it been a big hit? Has it been everything you hoped? Well, I can tell you it's been very popular with the horsemen, uh, and I think it's been very popular with the local community. Uh, I think uh, hotel rooms are filling where they don't, where they haven't been in December. Not just for us, but for other businesses as well. Uh, restaurants have, have been doing well as have been doing well in the community. So I think it's I think it has done a great job for the horsemen in providing them opportunities to race, and I think it's done a pretty decent job in the community in terms of you know getting people here when they're normal when they are normally not here. We've been talking so much about tomorrow's card. What about today? Uh, today, I'll be honest with you, today's feature race, the eighth race, it could be a stakes race as well. There are several grade three stakes winners in it. Uh, and then, you know, I, I would, if this was like the fifth, fifth season stakes, it would be, I'd be completely happy with it. Uh, you got Shared Sense as a stakes winner, Momosa, uh, Sonneman, Cat Daddy. I mean, there's, I mean, these are horses that, that are really stone cold runners. Who do you like? I hadn't decided yet. <laughs> Not going to put me on the spot until I'm ready. I'm trying to because, you know, I was listening a couple weeks ago when this guy gave us a uh, long shot at Oakland that won. What was it, like 53 to 1? Not quite, 40. Uh, 40 to 1. And by the way, that's that's happened like once or maybe twice in my lifetime. $82 winner. What did you see in that horse to uh, go out on the line and tell everybody, the millions listening to Oakland? So it was a, a lot of. A lot of it's the type of race that it is. Uh, this was a maiden claiming race with a lot of first-time starters, and I've got a little pattern that I like to see with first-time starters, particularly in, in you know the, the horses that had run, you know, it, it had not done that well. Uh, there was nothing that jumped off the page among, among the horses that had run. Uh, so there are actually two horses in the field that I that I recommended people betting on, and they were both kind of had similar patterns in terms of fast workouts. And I don't like fast workouts coming right into the race, if, particularly among first-time starters. I want to see a lot of workouts, knowing that the, the, the horses had been, you know, four workouts isn't enough, five, six, seven workouts, and a top 
10% workout, uh, meaning it was among the 10% fastest of the day at that distance. Either the second, you know, right, the second work back or the third work back, or even farther back sometimes, and you just see sustaining works because that tells the trainer, all right, I know what I've got. Now I just have to sustain his fitness until a race comes up. And with that instance, both the horses that I like showed that pattern. And it uh, ended up winning. That, if I remember, that was a trifecta that paid a bunch. Well, when I went, I, and here's what I'll, you know, if, if you like a horse at 30 to 1 and there's a reason to like it, there's no reason to bet a trifecta, an exactor, or anything else. Just bet the horse bet to the win. Bet the one. If you can't be happy with a 30 to 1 return on your money, <laughs> you know, every once in a while. Like, for me, like, maybe the second time in 40 years. Don't get greedy is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Right. Greed is not good, Gordon Gecko. Okay. That's right. I, I'm picking up Be on Be satisfied. This. What about the day, and it was the last race here, all three horses that came in were 30 to 1 or greater? That was unbelievable. It was. I've never yeah. seen anything like Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, not very often. If I have, I've forgotten it. I'll put it that way. Yeah, 30 to 1, 30, 32, 34, and 33, I think. It was amazing. It was. Yeah. It was just, was that a similar type of race, a kind of a maiden claim? You know, off you the top of my head, I don't remember. No, but I remember seeing in, uh, the payout on that race for the trifecta. It didn't seem like it was enough <laughs> in that time. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And you're just wondering how many people actually cashed that ticket. Not many. You, you couldn't have. It couldn't have been. Yeah. Just incredible odds. There was a reason why. And that's one of the things that they, I mean, I, I like it when horses that run to form. Uh, I think from a business standpoint, I think that's best. I, li- I like it when people are able to cash tickets. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, there's an old saying that, you know, I used to get in an argument with someone I used to work with, you know, she'd say, everyone loves long shots. No, they don't, or they wouldn't be long shots. Uh, it's hard to hit those No one likes shots. them. That's why they're long yeah, shots. Yeah, no one's betting yeah, on them. Yes. Uh, I, my, the perfect day for me on, on a, at a racetrack, and that's whether I'm, Working at the racetrack or playing the racetrack is, you know, 10 horse fields at a minimum with, you know, f- favorites that go off at 5 to 2, 3 to 1, and hit the board. Uh, those are days when everyone makes money, and it, and it, and it creates a ch- positive churn and it creates a positive feeling. Everyone leaves the racetrack happy. I heard you say something the other day, and uh, I've started doing this, and I, I think it helps a lot. I'll handicap a race without looking at the morning line or the uh, current odds. Yeah, I hate looking at the morning line before I before I you know pick my top four or five horses. I I, I just do it not creates like that a bias. At all. Yes, you, it does. You, you try not to, but it does. You're like, well, there's a reason why everybody likes this horse. It must be good, and it, it affects the way you handicap. It does. It really does. And the, the other thing is, you know, when uh, you know now I will look at a morning line before I play the races. But after when I'm doing my selections for the race, I don't want to see anyone else's. I don't want to hear any opinions. I don't want to know any know what anyone else thinks about a race. I want to focus on that race to see what I think. Now there are times when I will then look at a morning line and go, "Whoa, what did I miss?" And you know our morning line makers are pretty good. So I mean, if if they see something in a horse that I didn't see anything in, I will go back and look at that horse. I feel like that's why I do better at basketball picking games because I'll do that. I'll go uh, before because basketball lines come out like the night before the day of, and yeah. usually we don't see it until the day of. Well, I, in my mind, I, I've already been thinking, well, Arkansas, West Virginia, here's what the line is probably going to be. I expect Arkansas to win by, you know, four points. And the line comes out, and it's totally different. I'm like, oh, okay. 
That might be a chance to do a little something or over under bet. You know, it, it, yeah. I think that just makes a lot of sense taking that from your sports betting to handicapping. Yes, it does. You, know, you, you should have an opinion before you listen to anyone else's. Yeah. I have an opinion that Cat Daddy is a great name for a I, horse. I've won money on Cat Daddy. I like that. Yep, I remember. Good horse. horse. Yeah, he's okay. a good horse. Okay. David, thanks. All right, thank you, guys. Good luck this weekend. Good luck. OaklawnAnywhere.com. 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. And uh, 12 State. o'clock first, first post tomorrow. 12 o'clock first post tomorrow, and tune in to the buzz at 11 o'clock for me, Justin, and JT. We're going to spend all day talking about strictly the Oakland races. I told him that needs to be an hour show. That 30 minutes isn't enough. It, it, I, I will... I will tell you this. Justin and I have this conversation all the time. It's the fastest 30 minutes of radio. No doubt. Mm. I, I listened to it last weekend driving to Conway, and it was over. I was like, ah, I'm just getting started. No, you need to make it an hour. I don't know how that flew by well, with you, the you boss. You have connections with the boss. Yeah, I don't station. think he listens to me. <laughs> Thanks, David. All right, thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. David Longinati joining us. We'll